Listeners beware. There's no turning back now. You've entered the Horror Apocalypse Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Horror Apocalypse. I'm uh, recording this one in a little bit of a different manner than we usually do, so um, it may not sound exactly the same, and uh, for that I do apologize, and it's mostly because I'm blaming it on Chris. <laughs> um, he was uh, We were supposed to record an episode today, or sometime this weekend, and I haven't heard from him, so I'm kind of rushing out this uh, five-minute review for a new-to-shutter movie. Um... And I actually have to be in bed soon because I got to work in the morning. But anyway, what we're going to be covering in this uh, five-minute review, we've got a couple of them. Today we're going to cover, uh, right now we're going to cover Parasomnia. The next one coming up will be Monstrum. And then after that, one that we've already covered before, but I just can't stop talking about it. And I was so happy to see that it's on um, uh, New to Shutter again. And that's Hellraiser, one of my favorite movies of all time. But we'll get to that. Today, uh, Parasomnia is on deck. This is a movie from 2008. Um, I'm a little surprised at this one. Uh, let me find my marker here because I don't want to go too far over five minutes. Okay. I'm a little surprised at this one. It's it's directed by William Malone. Uh, most of you will know William Malone from uh, the remake of House on Haunted Hill, Fear.com. He's done a few, few big-name titles. This one had a rating on IMDb of 5.2 out of 10. That should have been my first clue before I started this movie. But I figured, you know what, let me give it a shot. It's There's not much new to uh, to Shudder uh, right now or newly added. So I figured, you know what, uh, it may be one of those ones people are going to want to know about. So let's, let's talk about it. The basic plot of this is, I guess there's a, a guy who's an art student um, Danny, I think was his name, and he he's visiting somebody in the hospital. Now, the hospital, uh, coincidentally, I believe, is the exact same hospital that they used in um, Phantasm Ravager. At least it looked exactly the same from the outside. And I know some of the sets on here were also used in um, his House on Haunted Hill remake. And that should have been another clue for me because I wasn't a big fan of that movie either. But it this movie starts off with um, a suicide, and... I, kind of caught me off guard because I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't expecting right off the bat this woman to, to get up. She kind of stands up, gets herself ready, just goes walking over and right over the fucking railing and the camera follows her the whole way down. And I got to say, that was the best shot in this entire movie. Um, never breaking scene with her and the constant all the way down to the ground until she thuds and bounces a little bit on the ground. If you've ever seen any of those suicide videos online where people are videotaping and somebody leaps off a building, it looked just like that. It was it was done very well, very believable. Um, but after that, it's just it's all downhill. Uh, we meet Danny's coworker, who I guess I've lost. I'll be honest with you, I lost track about halfway through this movie. What what everybody was doing, what they were aiming for, what what their point was in this movie. But Danny's coworker, he's wall eyed. So through the whole movie, I don't know is he looking at Danny? Is he looking at the camera? Is he looking at somebody offset? I had a really hard time paying attention when he was on the screen. Um. Then Danny has this uh, 
falls in love with this girl in, in the uh, the hospital who she's in a coma, but she comes to every so often and her next in the next room over is a serial killer who's chained up to the wall and nobody you can't look at him. They have to feed him. They have, you keep this hood over his head because if you look into his eyes, he can hypnotize you and make you do whatever he, he wants you to do. This this plot was all over the place. Um, th- so Danny falls in love with this girl. She comes to... Uh, you find out that they're doing some kind of sleep experiment on her. So she... Um, Danny tries to break her out. When he breaks her out, he brings her home. And I guess uh, Danny's hot neighbor, a girl named Sarah, sees him come in with her one day and tells him, you know, hey, I saw that little hot number you were bringing in. If you guys... Uh, I'd love to get a piece of that. And if you want, you can watch. You know, I got no problem with that. Wh- who the hell says that to their neighbors? I couldn't go next door to my neighbor and say, hey, you know, your wife is hot. You want to watch me and my wife? No. This this was a very strange movie. Uh, and then to, to top it all off, Jeffrey Combs comes in. I'm a big fan of, of Reanimator and Nightbreed and anything Jeffrey Combs pretty much puts his his stamp to. But how low did you have to sink to film this one back in, in 2008? Uh, you know, William Malone is, is probably best known for his TV shows. He's done a lot of things like uh, Masters of Horror, Tales from the Crypt, things like that. And really, I, I think he should have stuck with them. This this movie was a bust from the beginning. Um, at the end, when the the serial killer is is making his final speech, it it, it just didn't fit. It, it none of this movie fit together. It was pretty much the the pedantic ramblings of a pseudo intellectual. It, it was not something that I would sit there and tell you guys. You, oh, you've got to go see this movie. Now, granted, I tell everybody. If you're wondering about a movie, don't go just by on my opinion. Go out, watch the movie for yourself, formulate your own opinion. But be prepared. This has like 1994-style cinematic, CGI-style graphics. Uh, Dreamscape back in the 80s was a much better, much more believable dream world than this thing was. Um, I, I don't recommend this at all. Um, I give it a half star. And that half star is only because the the lead girl, I forget her name, I think it's Lauren or something like that. Um, she's naked a couple of times in this movie. So she gets the movie gets the half star bump. Oh, excuse me. As I mentioned, I'm very tired. <laughs> the movie gets the half star bump for the Abos, but that's that's it. Uh, guys, I can't I can't recommend this movie with a good conscience. Steer away. Don't don't watch it. But uh, that's it. That's our five-minute review for for uh, Parasomnia on Shudder. I do recommend check out Shudder, though. There's lots of great movies coming up all the time. We're still running our GoFundMe right now, and it's it's taken a drop. We haven't gotten a, um, a donation, I'd say, in almost a week now, uh, except for one last donation recently by one of our, our dedicated listeners to kind of bump him up into the movie pick, uh, film watcher's pick. Uh, bonus so that that was fantastic but if guys if you can run over to gofundme search our our uh, podcast you can also go to our um, page on facebook and find the link there i'm posting it all the time anything helps five dollars ten dollars we had a couple of people donate a hundred dollars and i was really really shocked with that but we've got one piece of equipment paid for we still need two more 
that's it. I mean, I've, I've bought a ton out of my own pocket, and I'm about ready to buy another one just to kind of help alleviate the pressure on you guys. So if we could just get another $400, that'll cover another piece of equipment, and we'd be very happy with that. But guys, thanks so much for listening. Tell me what you thought of Parasomnia. Reach out to me at horrorpocalypse at gmail.com. You can also send us a voicemail, which we'll play on, on the show at 323-5-HORROR. That's 323-5-H-O-R-R-O-R. And let us know. And if you enjoy hearing these, again, let us know. Tell us anything. We'll put you on the show. All right, guys. Have a good evening.